What's poppin', y'all? You're listening to the Babbling with Jazz podcast, where I, your host, Jasmine Charlie, hold nothing back while living and speaking my truth. I'm on a mission to inspiring those who need it and also having the important conversations on topics that people tend to overlook or avoid. So join me as I babble about this beautiful gift that we call life. What's poppin', Babble fam? Welcome back to another episode here on the Babbling with Jazz podcast with your favorite girl. Jasmine Charlie. Hey y'all. Um, heads up before I even begin today's show, number one, I really feel like I'm going to be crying in today's episode. Um, you know me, you know, um, I'm very emotional. I wouldn't even say emotional though. I believe that I just I feel everything. It's one of the gifts God has blessed me with, and um I feel everything. I can't shake it, I can't fake it. Um, and another thing is this episode, I've planned to talk about this for a very long time. Um, and it's really a testimony. It's my testimony. It's my story. And especially since the fact that we, we are, you know, on this mastering series, mastering yourself, who would I be to not speak about the very pivotal season and point in my life that literally led to my self-mastery, uh, which is my last relationship. So I have, I really am just going to flow. I always flow. I don't know why I'm telling you this, but it's because I literally have no agenda uh, for how I want to, how I want this episode to go. So God, Holy Spirit, just do your thing. I'm going to just flow I guess um but I definitely believe that I truly truly understand and I know for a fact that my story um was is really going to there's such there's so many gems in the in, in my story and I just hope if you can at least take one gem if you get one gem for something I'm saying and that's all that I need you know so um, I don't know why I'm breathing so hard. Um, Jasmine, calm down. Calm down, sis. Y'all rising. Um, but a little quick update before I even jump into it. Um, SpeakerCon was nice, y'all. I was, I was at SpeakerCon in D.C. last week. I know I've been gone for a little minute. I was in D.C. and I enjoyed my time there. Connected with so many other podcasters, other public speakers, Hall of Famers. It was just an amazing time and a great uh, self-care Um break in relation I mean break self-care a little vacay um so before I even talk about or and get babble on um this topic that I want to talk about it's so crazy um that I'm I'm literally recording this right now because God has God has showed me and dealt with me literally today um in a in a in a in a in an in instance like jazz something may look good something may seem like it's good but it may not be me or it may not be the right move to take and that literally in a nutshell ties into the gist of me and my past relationship um but it's just so crazy and I can't wait to ex- eventually I'm going to express what God has shown me today um it's not about a specific person but it's a thing but it looked good on paper it looked great and when I first was revealed and introduced to this thing I was so excited I felt like finally God because this is something I've been praying for and then come to find out months later it's turning out to be not really what I was praying for 
Um, and God gave me that message and that assurance and revelation. And I'm like, wow, God, I feel like today, like I'm going to record, um, the mastering yourself episode about relationships. And I I know I tell you, tell you all the time that the relationship, the relationship series is on the way, but it's like, I don't want to start the series without first talking about my past relationship because that is really going to set the tone. And yeah, I just feel like that's a big opener, boom, right there. And then jump into all the relationship talk, singleness talk, have some couples on the show, have some people who dealt with um, long-term relationships and breakups. And just, it's going to be a ball, this relationship series. But I wanted to kick off this relationship series with sharing my story. Um, So if you are from Chicago, if you're from my home city, my hometown, and you know me, like everybody in a mama knew about this person I'm talking about. Me and him are cool, um, but um, if I do want to name drop names, I'm not going to use his real name for his own protection, I guess. But um, we go name him Carlos. So Carlos is my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> but um, so I was in the long, this is the longest relationship I've ever been in. We dated for four years, four and a half years. Um, I met him in... Ooh, I'm feeling chills. I met him in like 20, I forgot the year, honestly. I was a sophomore in high school, okay? We didn't go to the same high school or whatever. Um, now, mind you, um, when I say this, this relationship, God used this relationship as a true, ooh, a true ultimate test of my faith, literally. But um, so yeah, me and Carlos, we met in... Um, I was a sophomore and back then, you know, I was, you know, you know me, I'm a loving person. So I was feeling the kid and he, he was like, let's just say in the beginning, he was an asshole to me, like a complete asshole to the point where we like stopped talking for a little bit. Like he was just an asshole. But then, you know, when guys like have this 360 in their life or whatever the case may be, and they like change and like they get their acts together. That was Carlos. He did a whole 360 baby. And literally for the remaining of like the three and a half years we're together, literally was doing a lot for like, he was bringing a lot to the table in a sense of, what he was doing beforehand like he would uh he would (laughs) it's so weird talking about this like I've never talked about my past relationship but he he was a very great boyfriend I'm gonna say that he respected me um he bought me food baby because you know your girl loves to eat but no we for the for the past three years we were pretty good in the sense of what I thought good was and see that's the that is the real deal about relationships um so when we were together for these all this time you know and first of all I am a family woman I love family the 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 concept of family and this is the first person this is my first real relationship let's just say my legit relationship so we literally he introduced me to like his whole entire family his whole entire family knew me I'd be over his house literally every day if not every other day I was always there and later on this episode you're gonna see that that kind of was a red flag um and oh mind you well I already had this conversation with him so it's good no hard feelings to Carlos though just I just got to keep it real and transparent on the show but he already knows this so I was always you know 
at his house, at his house. His whole entire family knew me. Whole entire family loved me. Boom. Like, I was Jasmine. Like, everyone knew. This is Jasmine. This is Carlos's girl. Thanksgiving, family things, vacation. Your girl is there. Okay? Um, so, transparent moment as well. Um, me and Carlos, in a sense, not in a sense, we did, fornicated. So, we were sexually intimate. Um, we actually both um lost our virginities to each other uh way back when okay so that in a, in a nutshell i can honestly say was boom okay um so moving forward though i think this is the part that i just really want to cover i'm not going to tell y'all the whole relationship history of us but we weren't like this perfect couple that had everything put together like there was no arguments or nothing oh best believe there were some there but it was crazy because we were together for so long we were that type of couple that everybody was like oh y'all gonna get married type of deal or like oh y'all for y'all y'all you guys are for everything like if y'all break up y'all always find a way back to each other y'all been together for so long it looks so genuine and it was always one of those um but it didn't hit me until there was one point of our relationship where I honestly truly I truly honestly felt like there was I don't want to say something missing but no 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 this this is this is the real tea I remember one day it was one summer day I was at Carlos's house and literally I was in the kitchen cooking up something he was in a room or whatever and literally I got this thought and the thought was this person is either going to be your future husband or your ex there's no in between I kid you not babble fam once I got that thought planted in my head I never looked at my relationship with him the same and I don't know if this is a good or bad thing you helped me it was more so a fear in a sense because I'm like okay you either my future husband or you're not and same thing with whoever you're intimately with right now like whoever you're in a relationship with or will get in it's true that person you're either gonna spend the rest of your life with or they're gonna be a person of the past and for me that was scary because I'm like okay and I would look at him like okay can I see him as being the future like the father of my future children can I see him as my husband like can I really can I really imagine and envision that and I honestly speaking for myself I feel like ever since that thought was planted inside of my head um I, I in a sense was a little bit more resistant or, or guarded just a tad bit because I didn't know and I know that this life thing is we never know we don't know anything we're just supposed to walk day by day by day with God and see what he has in store for us but in that aspect of love and, and, and you know us women like are you my husband or are you not and I mean I know we're I was young so it's not like I needed to know straight up but I was putting all those factors into consideration. So boom, later on though, progressively, it just, he really, when I think back about our relationship and he's probably, gonna, I'm going to send him this episode. When I think back about, I'm so, I'm going to speak from this in the perspective of like, if I'm talking to him right now, cause I know I'm going to send him this, but truly when I think of our relationship, I, I don't, it's weird because he, in essence, didn't do anything wrong. He didn't do anything wrong, but what God taught me 
was that somebody can be a great person, but still not the great, not, not the great person for you. Somebody can be a great man, especially man of God, but still not be the man for you. And somebody could be a great woman, but still not a great woman for you. Carlos was a great man. And I feel as though there was a point, and and mind you, he was there with me through everything. When I, overweight, depressed Jasmine, wanting to quit Jasmine, oh yeah, he was there. The only one, he was there through those times. Oh, Babbling with Jazz, that name. Oh yeah, Carlos came up with that name. Like this wouldn't even be called Babbling with Jazz without him. And and, and even to go deeper, he was always telling me to start a podcast. I mean, he wasn't like super persistent. Like, Jazz, you need to start a podcast. But he, he brought it up, like referenced it. And I can honestly say he was like one of the first people who like said, yeah, you should, you should start a podcast. Like he threw that idea out there. And then later on, years later, when the time came for me to actually bring this vision to life, and I was asking, okay, well, I got, I'm stuck on names right now. Da, da, da. He gave me a couple options, but one was babbling with Jazz. And it stuck out to me, Babble fam. Like, this would not be called Babbling with Jazz without him. And so I'm saying, in this episode, I'm not trying to knock him because he was, he is a great guy. But Carlos, what I understood and what I've learned is that somebody can be a great person, but not a great person for you. So Carlos, you are a, you are a great guy. But when it comes to me, Jasmine Infoma Charlie, it just wouldn't work. And I tried to make it work. I wanted to make it work. But... It just couldn't. I mean, there was a point in our relationship. I just, I felt like I I was growing deeper in my relationship with God. Now, Carlos was a believer uh, and we, um, he was a believer and we ended up like the last year into our relationship or maybe two years, two and a half, maybe we would go to church together. Well, we tried every Sunday. Well, not every Sunday, but we tried to go. And I honestly felt like he was going because... I wanted to go to church like I it's not that he didn't want to go to church but maybe I don't know I just felt like he was more so doing things for to make me happy rather than standing on his own ground and saying what he wanted and you know women as a woman like I want to submit to a man and I'm not saying he like I'm not saying like he (laughs) I'm not saying he was hella passive but at the same time like I just felt like I want, I want that relationship. Okay, we go in Bible study. We gonna do this. We're gonna pray together. Okay, we're going to this church conference. We're doing this. Like I wanted, I, I kind of, I want that in a man. I want you, lead me closer to God. I don't want to feel like I'm leading you. Yes, as a woman, I know I'm supposed to help you, and and be your support. But at the same time, baby, what is you leading? And honestly. He was not leading me. And Carlos, if you're listening to this, we already had this conversation. So this shouldn't be of no surprise. But he wasn't leading me. And that was the one of the ma- one of the red flags. The second one was he was I was always, always, always at his house. Like I was always with him to the point where it's like he consumed so much of my time when I look back at it and I'm thinking dang god like what could I have used instead of these like yes we did stuff and yes things were beneficial but like there's more to life than Carlos and I'm not saying I was like super strong on him but I'm saying my free time was all given to him 
And looking back, it's like, I can't get that time back. And half the time, some of the time we were just doing nothing all day, but laying down watching Netflix. And it's like, at that point in my, in time and my age, like I, I wasn't aware of my purpose yet. So it's like, am I really able to cough up this extra time to lay down and watch Netflix all day than to be focusing on, okay, God, what is my purpose and spending more time with God? Like at this point, I was in the Jasmine Charlie you hear and see today. This was not me back then. I need you to understand that. Like that was not me. Yes, I prayed and I was still seeking and search searching to hear God speak to me. I was still not it, the revelation didn't come that God speaks in many ways to me yet. That didn't hit me yet. And I just feel like maybe hypothetically like I feel like I the all that time I was spending with Carlos it could have been spending more time with myself mastering who I was in real in essence Carlos helped with my self-esteem in a sense like I was I was I feel like I was insecure I, I feel like I I wasn't in I was insecure but not really like I had some insecurities but boom I have a man that is so deeply in love with me who who's perfectly fine with my body perfectly fine with my hair perfectly fine with everything and how he be gassing me up and making me feel like I'm the beautiful most beautiful woman walking on this planet that boom I am and and to a certain extent yes I I would walk confidently because I'm like bro I'm fine and I have a man who thinks I'm fine so it doesn't matter but then and I feel like Having Carlos there loving me and being in love with me, and you know when a man loves you, when a man really, really loves you, oh sis, you're in the bag. You you're in there because a man is willing to do whatever he can to make the woman that he loves happy and make her feel appreciated. And I felt as though, with that being said, I was comfortable in that. So when I was getting these thoughts like, okay. Can you really see yourself growing old with this man? Are you guys even equally yoked? And that was one question that I kept getting, kept getting. Are you guys equally yoked? Yeah, we had interests, but it's like we weren't spiritually leveled. Like, I'm not saying that the person that you're supposed to be with, you guys are going to be both on the same exact spiritual basis. But the way you guys understand concepts the way you guys flow like it it, it should be similar and in, in, in very close in proximity to each other and for me and Carlos that wasn't the case but mind you this is somebody I've been with he knows every single thing about me um back then he don't know nothing about me now because you know I'm a new being but he knew at that time he knew everything about me that was my best friend that's a whole nother thing we kept saying best friend best friend best friend and here we are I'm feeling like okay God I don't know if this is it I don't know if this is it because this is a great guy on paper everything looks good I mean he cares for me he loves me like he accepts me for who I am and you know all all that but spiritually I don't think he's feeding me it's like in the physical, he was doing everything I could have ever imagined or wanted in a man. But spiritually, he wasn't making my soul ring. He wasn't feeding my soul how I wanted it to meet. Now, this is where the story gets crazy. So mind you, you guys know all this time I'd be talking about my homie Jay. This is before me and Jay clicked and connected and no 
me and Jay, me, me and Jay are just strictly friends, strictly friends. I promise you that's my brother for life. But in this instance of me, okay, I, 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 I keep feeling this thing and I, I don't know, like mentally, you know, when they say like a woman leaves mentally before she leaves physically, that is so true. I was leaving mentally, but physically I was there black or white. I really was. Um, and plus I didn't know how I was, even if I were to break up with him, how was I going to do it? Like we have so much history invested into each other. You know, families are involved at this point. I have an emotional connection with his family. Um, how am I going to walk away from something that I'm so used to? Like a big pivotal part of my whole entire life has been invested into this person and into this family. So walking away from that who am I and that oh I'm on a point and that is that was the red flag for me when I was when I was referring to me spending so much time with him I spent so much time with him it's like dang jazz do you even know yourself like you're spending so much time with him but now if he walks away from you tomorrow what do you have what what, what substance do you have about yourself so now moving forward I meet Jay me and Jay link up y'all if y'all if you listen to the power friendship episode you need to listen to that but in that time when in, in that even in that episode we talked about the first time we like linked up and men we were talking and stuff like that now me at that time I had a boyfriend I was still with Kevin now we that wasn't before <sighs> it's so much I didn't do nothing with James at that time I, I didn't do nothing but I'm saying when I was like interacting with James mind you it was just a normal friendship level I was like, wait, this is a very spiritually in tune man. Like there's other men out here like that, that think like me, like that was new for me or that are at least willing and, 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 and interested in seeking God and knowing about life. I mean, at that time I was so into understanding that and realizing that we all have a purpose and that we can, we can speak things into existence and have those things manifest and that we should not be bound by our thoughts or emotions and by negative words, but speak positively into you. I was so into, into recreating your life and being the best version of yourself. And I was connected in a relationship with somebody who who thought those were cool topics, but he wasn't in a sense searching for that. Like he wasn't all, you know, on his own journey with that. You know what I mean? So I'm meeting James and James is literally like, we're connecting and I'm just like, and he's telling me about his breakup with his ex-fiance. And I'm like, oh my God, God, is this you? Like not only was there some like type of attraction between me and Jay, but it was, it was more so God, is this you as in, is this you telling me that there's more out here for that? Oh, I was almost fun to say his name. Thank you, Jesus. I did not. The, the, is this you telling me that there's more out here other than Carlos for me? And I realized this, and, and this is what God told me. Because in essence, yes, God was, I believe that God brought James into my life, not only to be such a great friend in my life and for this journey, but also to show me what I as a woman deserve out of a man. And black or white, Carlos was not bringing none of that to the table. He wasn't. He was bringing other things to the table, but not the things that to me were my, were my big my big, ooh, my big, yeah, this is like a non-negotiable. I need this in a man. He wasn't bringing that to the table. And God told me straight up, Babel fam, and I want you to take heed of this. God told me straight up, 
Jazz, if you want to, you know, be with this person, yeah, he loves you, and yeah, you love him. Um, but if you want to be with this person for the rest of your life, cool. I'm if y'all like say for if y'all get married, I'm going to bless that marriage, and I'm I want that relationship to work. I want that marriage to work, but understand that, that was not my best for you. That there was more I had in my perfect will for your life than him and that was such a big pill to swallow and I want to tell you this because there's going to be some decisions that you're going to have to make on your journey where it's like God is like yeah you could stay here if you want I mean you could settle but there's more I have for you if you trust me and let go and Jay even gave me this great um example um how basically like somebody could be like a eight or something like this. I even said this in my Proverbs 31 woman workshop. Um part two is coming on the way, uh PV. But basically I said like you can come across a great man and he could be an eight, but I know that God literally has promise to give me my best life so am I gonna settle for an eight or am I going to just let go and let that 10 find me because I know that God is God is not gonna let me settle for an eight nor a nine nor a 9.99 that 10 is what God has promised me and when and when I put it in perspective like that I was saying okay Jasmine do you truly believe that this is the very best that God can do for you and that was hard that was that was such a a self-reflection, personal reflection, relationship reflection moment. Um, but mind you, I this was someone I spent so much time with. I before, and, and this is the craziest part too. The more that I was growing and seeking God, the, the more I saw the differences between me and Carlos. In our relationship, the more I was growing with God, I'm like, okay, God, like now I feel like something's missing here. Physically, he doing everything, but spiritually, and I need it spiritually because the physical don't mean nothing to me. It's all about the spirit. I loved Carlos. I would have took a bullet for that boy, but spiritually, baby, you weren't doing nothing for me. And I'm not going to say nothing because that's kind of bogus. But you weren't giving me my spiritual needs. And when it comes to Jasmine, Ifoma, Charlie's spiritual needs in a relationship aspect, because I'm not just in a relationship just to have fun and take pictures and post on Instagram and Twitter and get these retweets or like these YouTube clout couples. Oh, yeah, I went there. I'm that's not me. I'm in a relationship with intentions to marry. And marriage ain't just for the wedding photos and, and, and the pictures. Because I think a lot of people not in my generation think of marriage as the wedding and not the actual marriage. The work that happens after that wedding. When you and your husband have to both die to yourselves and submit to something greater and sacrifice your wants, your needs for the love of the other person. When you have to make real life decisions on your family's behalf. When your two souls have now become one, you guys are now one moving, breathing, operating soul. And I had to think, can I see myself being one with Carlos? Physically, we're already doing that because we was having sex. But even on that aspect, if I can't even see my soul being one with you for the rest of us being in sync, first of all, we equal, un, we not equally yoked. 
a whole bunch of disaster. And I feel as though honest and transparent moment because we open the door to sex in our relationship. I feel as though that lust blinded me from seeing the true red flags in Carlos from the jump. And I'm, I'm not saying red flags like he was a horrible person, but I didn't get to see like you guys aren't really compatible in that area. I didn't get to see that because the, the, the sex was blinding my, my, my judgment. It was clouding all that. So now I'm with you. You're not helping me spiritually. So this is where the big test of faith comes in. So I'm getting like, I'm literally leaving to move to Texas in about a month um mind you I met Jay our friendship is booming and popping and I felt like okay God this is God like telling me Jasmine you're in a relationship right now that is not it's not my very best for you that's literally what God told me this is not my very best for you can you imagine how afraid I was because I'm like God already imagine envision the, the wedding years from now already you know like this is not my very best for you Jasmine he ain't tell me to now god did not tell me break up with him stay with him he did not tell me he just said this is not my very best for you and you know me you know i'm i'm a woman who wants to live the fullness of my life i want my best life so this is where the test of my faith comes from which was the hardest decision that i ever had to make in my entire life jasmine do not cry You've been doing good so far, baby. Don't cry. <sighs> Understand if I cry, it's not because I'm sad or that, you know, I want the, it's, it's, it's because I'm seeing the glory of God. I'm seeing growth. Here I am a year later, almost a year and a half later. No, two years. Well, we've been broken up for like two years now. Uh, no a year, but still it's crazy. So <sighs> God tells me that Jasmine, this is not my very best for you. So I took that leap of faith. Um, and I got very uncomfortable and I had to have this talk with myself. Well, Jasmine, you say so much how you want to live your best life. So what are you going to do? God is telling you, you feel it. You're discerning it. You see it. Trust it. And, you know, even if it wasn't God, like even if I was wrong, if we were supposed to be together, then God would have made that happen. Um, so... I, um, I was like, okay, well, I got to break up with the dude. Um, so I broke up with him. I forgot how I did it. I don't think it matters, but I, I told him the gist. Like, I don't think that we are spiritually, I, I forgot. I was like, I don't think this is God's very, very best for me. I said it in a nice way though, but I told him straight up. And of course, you know, we were so, it was a lot for both of us to take in. Um, and for me, I was kind of angry at God because I'm like, God, why didn't you give me clear, concise signs from the jump? And I feel like he did, but I would just was so, um, I'm not, uh, what's the word oblivious to it. But I was like mad at God. Cause I'm like, now I have to separate myself from him in a sense like emotionally and it's the ripping away of two souls and mind you that those soul ties are already formed in our relationship especially beyond even the sex like emotions this is somebody i've met since i was 16 i'm like 20 years old breaking up with like walking away from somebody i met since i was 16 like from as a woman 
the age 16 on up is like very vital and pivotal of the woman that we show up in the world like so him being there and being a part of my life in an intimate way during that time was big so I walked away and um it was such a hard decision to make um I didn't go public about it and post it on Instagram social media I don't know why people be doing that but it was hard it was definitely hard um and we tried to even later on and this I want to talk about this too we tried to like do this well it because it was no hard feelings it wasn't like he did anything wrong and I told him that it just you aren't the man for me and as much as it hurt me to walk away from him and because God said this is not my very best for you it's also the same for him it's like God is saying you know Carlos Jasmine is not your very best for you so as much as I can make it all about him not being good enough for me I wasn't good enough for him like we just were two totally different people and it's like is he feeding your purpose I know that in relationship and especially marriage like that your significant other is supposed to be feeding into your purpose making sure that you're in the line and it's like one of the things that got me was okay we were together for four years and for all those four years yeah you yeah you gave me the name babbling with jazz yeah you told me to start the podcast but other than that were you throughout those four years helping me cultivate my gifts and the true honest to god answer was no so it's like if that if, if that's not what we were doing what what are we doing here like yes the vacations the fun the the outings and stuff that's cool that's cute but spiritually what are we doing here and was i helping feed into your purpose i'm not gonna take it all he wasn't doing this for me but what was i doing for you and honestly i did not master my singleness so i could not be a good girlfriend to him but in his eyes i was i was it i was everything i was there i was I was such a gem. I know I know good and well I'm a gem, baby. But like, I mean, he in his eyes, he believed that I was a great, great, great girlfriend. But in my eyes, and I would tell him this, I don't feel like I'm being a great girlfriend to you. Like, I feel like there's more I could be doing. And to him, he's like, well, no, like you're doing everything. That should be a sign right there. Because it's like this isn't nothing. I haven't even mastered who I am. So how can I be a good girlfriend to you? I'm over here starting fights about nothing. Completely nothing. All some dumb stuff. Just some goofy stuff. Especially in the beginning of our relationship. Just fighting all the time over nonsense. Come on, Jazz. I did not master myself. I was so immature. I was so immature. So it's like we weren't ready. We were not ready, bro. So I walked away from the relationship and mind you, we were on good terms. So, you know, a couple months go by or like, okay, so I moved to Texas. Boom. We're like cordial talking here and there. We'd still like, uh, talk on the phone, fall asleep on together on the phone. And I'm saying this, whoever, if you doing this with your ex, stop, let the relationship go. I've learned that. And we, so we slapped this. Well, okay. We're, we're not gonna, we're no longer in a relationship, but we're best friends. We're going to be best friends because we started off as friends and whoop, de whoop, de whoop. And 
that's that. We're just going to be best friends. Okay. We didn't work out as boyfriend and girlfriend, but best friends. Yeah, for sure. We're going to still say the same because that is true. He was my best friend, but I realized that when you break up with someone and you guys are, especially if y'all got a lot of history and you want to slap that best friend symbol on there, that is just a bandage trying to help you from really understanding the harsh reality truth that you guys are both no longer in a relationship with one another. It's the truth. Remove the best friend nonsense. You guys are broken up. Okay. It's like we use it as a crutch instead of us fully letting go. And I was doing that. So no, not we both were doing that instead of just fully letting go and understanding this ain't that. Yes, we could be cool, but like this best friend call, we don't need to fall asleep on the phone together, boy. Why are you calling me past this? What is what? What is we doing? Because it's like we're not in a relationship, but we're just best friends. We're just no, boy. Like stop it, cut it out, cut it out, cut out the nonsense. So um, moving forward, though, that was very hard for me. So now I'm in a position now. Let's move just fast forward. So I've been single for a year now, and mind you, this all happened before I moved to Texas. And I moved to Texas, a whole new state. And you guys listen to the other episodes, the season of construction. I was in isolation. My Wi-Fi, my, my apartment building last year, I had no Wi-Fi all first semester. I was just so consecrated. I felt like I lost everything. And it was, I was just out here by myself in a whole new environment. Nobody knew me. I just was, whew, baby, whew. And I lost my person. So now a year later, it's so funny how things can change because though I'm still in the season of construction, I'm no longer in the season of isolation. And the fact that how many more people know me or know what I do, and it's just really crazy. But in the aspect of me and Carlos, we don't talk like that anymore. And I think it's definitely for the best, but it's just so crazy to me how... We, we, cause at the time, this is, it, it just showed me my strength and, and honestly, in, in this, in this, in the breakup and me trusting and having faith, let me just say this, because before I walked away, I said, okay, God, I, I hear you saying that this is not your very best for me. This hurts. And this is crazy. It hurts. And I don't want to do this before my desire to be the best version of myself. And for me to trust you, I'm going to walk away from this relationship. I'm going to do it. Give me the strength to walk away. And I just need you right now. God, I'm giving you a shot. I'm walking away. I am walking away. And in doing so, God has blessed me so much off of that faith and courage to walk away from something that was so familiar to me. I mean, we can even take it back to Genesis when Abraham, when God called Abraham to move to a nation, to move, move away from his family and move to a new land, a new city, something new, different. He was a foreigner. So it's like, I had to literally walk away from a relationship and then boom, that whole transformation series, I mean, season in my life uh, happened with Texas and construct, like all that happened. And it's crazy because before that, this is somebody I could not go a day talking without. We talk all the time. If I didn't see him in person, was on the phone, we was texting, was doing something. We talked all the time to now I'm in a season where he's not here. And when I was in the season when we are were when we were in a relationship, and I was like, wow, I can imagine, I cannot imagine my life without you. I don't know how I would be able to live my life without you, a part of it every single day. Uh, here I am, 2019 living breathing perfectly fine 
And I'm not knocking Carlos. Carlos knows I love him unconditionally, but you're not... When it comes to anything more than just a friend, that's not you. And it's like we sometimes get so caught up on our own understanding and we feel like we get so caught up in our own plan that when we try to imagine our lives outside of our own plan, it seems impossible. Like where I am right now, old 16, 17 year old Jasmine would have never thought it was possible. I promise you I wouldn't. But here I am. And sometimes it's kind of heartbreaking a little bit. Not heartbreaking, but it's like, dang. It's like, but it, it's life. You know, I, I, we used to talk in one season, you were a very integral part of who I was and who I needed to become. And same for him, I bet, for me. But now I'm in a season, we don't talk like that. We don't talk. We don't talk. But we were, it's not like we're strangers, but it's like, you know. And that's okay. It, it, it taught me the strength. And honestly, though, truly, God showed me so much about myself and me walking away and it, 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 from that relationship that I honestly needed to walk away. And part of me wonders, what would it even have happened if I stayed? And now it hurt in the beginning. Don't get me wrong, but God gave me a type of peace. And it's so crazy because I always felt like, Lord, if I were to ever talk about this, about my testimony, it would, I would cry, but I'm not crying. I did not cry not once. I, I shed a tear, but that's it. And I'm saying the testimony because when I finally walked away from him is when me, my relationship with God increased tremendously. My time with God increased tremendously. Babbling with jazz started booming. Um, my gifts, like I just understood who I was more when I was away from him. And I know what the enemy cannot destroy. He distracts. So I'm not saying that Carlos wasn't God sent, but maybe he wasn't God sent supposed to be in that capacity. You know what I mean? And it distracted me from things that I was supposed to be focusing on. So when I separated myself from him, when I ended the relationship, the four and a half year relationship, like seriously stop and think about it if god tells you to walk away with somebody you have so much history with who has not done you wrong not once why well, am i going oh hold on baby carlos you done did some dirt but like who has not done you wrong i mean mm, who who at the time has not did anything to deserve to the breakup what do you do because that's what I was hearing. This is not my very best for you, Jasmine. But God, he ain't do nothing to me. He ain't cheat on me. He ain't hit me. He ain't do nothing. What you mean? This ain't, my, this ain't your very best. I already met the whole family. The whole family already think we're going to get married. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean walk away? God, I spent four and a half years of my life with this person. This is not the very best I have for you, Jasmine. He was, God wasn't trying to hear all that. God said, I said what I said. You're over here trying to hold on to something. Do you know who I am? I am the author of your life. Do you know what I have written for you? So when I tell you this is not the very best, best believe it's not the very best. And now here I am in a season. I'm still single. But I've, I've met some, you know, great guys. And some great guys have, you know, found their way, you know, trying to, you know, trying to court me or whatever, you know, trying to try to win me over a little bit. But I can honestly say that the the different options that try, you know, that try to, you know, shoot they shot at me or whatever, they're always an they're definitely an 
upgrade. I'm not trying to belittle Carlos at all. It's black or white though, baby. Keep it real. I understood this too. And this is one thing that really helped me um, understand or he- well, not heal. Yeah, heal from the breakup and just accept it was that, okay, I spent four and a half years with this man. I don't thought this was everything. I thought this was good. Everything was good. Peaches and cream. So if God is saying, this is not my very best for you. Can, I can only imagine what more It's like, dang God, there's more than this. Cause to me, this is fine. I'm cool with Carlos. He ain't doing nothing to me. I like it. And God said, this is not my very best for you, Jasmine. So I'm like, dang God, there's more. Like you going to give me more. Like you can top this. Show me something. I want to see it. I would like to see it. And I took God up on his offer. Period. So sometimes that person doesn't have to physically do something to you, but it's what has God said. So I really just want to ask you, have you even consulted with God about the person that you're in in a relationship with that in a relationship right now? In a situationship, talking, dating, whoever, who you crushing on? Have you consulted to God about that person? Because God's gonna let you know. And even tying it back into the revelation God gave me today about something completely different, but it all brings back to, but it also connects to this story too, is that something can look good on paper. It can look good. This thing God done revealed to me. I've been, I've been, um, it's been looking good on paper to me for like, you know, the past couple months and then boom, you see the true intentions and the true identity of something. And you're like, Wow. It looked good, but this isn't God. So what do you do? And yes, it can be frustrating. Don't get me wrong. But you have to ask yourself, and and honestly, me and Carlos, our relationship wasn't glorifying God. It wasn't bringing glory to the kingdom. I mean, like it, it wasn't in, in a worldly view. We were doing everything, baby. We was good in a godly view because you have to understand that marriage is ministry people are going to look at your marriage and they should look when they look at your marriage it should be as if they're looking at the heavenly father because how the husband is supposed to love the wife and if that christ so loved the church like it's supposed to be ministry are you guys helping touch souls in whatever means capacity is it spreading love giving to the home like what are you both doing that is benefiting the kingdom together and me and carlos weren't doing that and it was such a tough pill to swallow but when i swallowed that pill god took my faith and he said jasmine because you believe you had faith enough to walk away from something that meant so much to you i'm going to blow your mind away and not even just in a romantic aspect. He's blown my mind with so many amazing opportunities and things. I'm not the same Jasmine who, who was in a relationship with. I'm a completely different being. And I don't think I would have ever been able to experience this Jasmine if I did not walk away from him. It was hard. Literally one of the most hardest decisions I ever had to make. And it was like, are you going to play it safe? Because I knew he was madly in love with me. I knew eventually, okay, probably in a couple of years, he gonna propose to me. I already know his whole thing. Like, it was safe. I was comfortable. And I think that was one thing that was holding me from walking away. But thank God for 
you know, sending people my way that was like a reflection of Jasmine. This is these type of qualities and characteristics you get in these people that you keep bumping into. This is what you truly deserve in your romantic relationships. You could settle for Carlos. I'm gonna bless that if y'all do end up getting married, but understand that would, would that would not be the very best I have for you. I'll be like the plan B. Cause all good, all all things come together for the the uh, for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. So it would all worked out, but it wasn't God's very best. And now I'm in a season where I'm just really willing to be in God's very best for my life. Um. So in this relationship series, I just want to open up and tell my story. It's just taught me that trust God, man. God is going. That was a test. And I passed the test. I walked away. It was scary, though. It wasn't always easy. I can't believe I'm not crying right now. But it's just showing me I'm healed, bro. Like, I'm good on it. And it feels weird to say never in a million years would you have ever thought that I, I would have ever thought that I'd be on here. on a, First of all, owning having my own podcast, number one. But then talking about how the person talking about uh, my ex, who I never thought would ever become my ex. God's plan is always greater. Is the person that you are romantically invested in helping you spiritually? Are they helping you get closer to God each and every single day? Especially, ladies, for the men. That man is supposed to lead you to God. He's supposed to lead you. I'm not saying he got to... And I'm not saying, okay, if he's y'all crushing on each other, dating, not technically official, is he still... Is he exemplifying what... God would want a man to exemplify or is he at least planting seeds for you to become closer to God? Is he consistent? Is he, is he a man of his word? How is he helping you spiritually? Literally ask yourself right now, self-reflection for everybody who's in your life. How is this person? What is this person bringing to the table table spiritually? What is this person bringing to the table spiritually? Because I promise you physically a person can bring so much. And we get caught up in the physical. Oh, he bought me this. He bought me these shoes. He bought me this. He bought me that. He took me here. He got me this. Cool. That's physical. All things that are temporary, that stuff going to pass away. In a couple years from now, you're not going to care about them things. But spiritually, how is that person benefiting you? And truth be told, Carlos wasn't doing it for me. And for four and a half years, he was it. He was the one. He was, yeah, that's the one. But no, bro. It's funny, though. It's like, I think God was laughing those whole four years. Like, haha, look at Jasmine over there in this relationship. This girl really think this is all I got for her. <laughs> Little does she know. Little does Jasmine know. I think God literally laughs at us when we get so accustomed to our plan instead of surrendering and asking him what is his plan for us. And when I submitted to God's plan, I literally, I can't explain it, but my life changed for the better when I walked away from Carlos, which was a big surprise for me. So I just want to end with this, Babel fam. Is that person benefiting you spiritually? Are they? And even before that, is God truly the foundation of your relationship? I mean, me and Carlos said he was. We pray together and stuff, read the Bible here and there, but... It's deeper than just praying and going to church together. Is your relationship exemplifying the traits and characteristics of God? 
What are the characteristics and traits of God, Jasmine? Read the Bible. It's in there. Are you in alignment with what the word of God says about just normal human practices in your relationship? Yeah, y'all going to church, but y'all doing X, Y, and mother and Z. And you think that God is the center, the foundation? No. God being the cornerstone of your relationship means that your relationship is bringing glory to his kingdom and that your everything you guys are doing in the relationship is in alignment with the will of God. No room for errors. So, Carlos, if you listen to this, because I'm going to send it to you. Um, I want to just thank you, though. I don't know who I'd be without you. Um, for me to just act like you weren't this important person in my life would be so cruel because that's not true. And I know that I've helped you on your journey, too. And it's legit over. Like, it, I feel it. Like, it's sometimes I'm like, wow, is it really, really over? Yeah, it's really over. Like, that's a thing of the past. And it's time for us to truly just walk in who God has called both of us to be. It was an honor and a great experience being your girlfriend and you being my boyfriend. But you weren't God's very best for me and I'm not God's very best for you. And I just pray that whoever is like, she can exemplify everything that God wants her to exemplify. And I pray for your next future relationship. I thought I could never see you with someone again, but honestly, Carlos, I can, I'm good on it. I love you and I'm not the best for you. Uh, we weren't equally yoked. <laughs> You're a great guy, though, and you were such a great boyfriend. But there was more that I needed and there was more that you needed. And um, I just want you to know that you're amazing. And I don't take the four and a half years we spent for granted. But it's time to understand that we are now making and marking our history now on this earth that yes, those four and a half years happened, but this is now, this is the present moment and God is about to do a new thing. And I just really pray for your next chapter. I wish you the best. I wish you success. Um, I thank you so much because you, you, you gave me, you gave me everything I needed in those seasons when I was down and out, when I was depressed and so insecure about who I was. You told me about myself. You, you spoke life into this podcast. This podcast name wouldn't even be here without you. Thank you for everything. I, I, I cannot make this up. Thank you for everything you've done. Um, and letting go isn't easy. But we got to submit to God's will. So I just thank you. And I thank God for giving me the revelation that you weren't the one. That there was more out there. And I pray that whatever relationship you get in, you can discern too. Is that woman God's very best for you? And for you, Babel fam, I just really pray that whoever you choose to get emotionally involved in, ask God and be patient He's going to reveal it, bro. In this relationship series, we got a lot of relationship talk going on. Um, a lot about singleness and a lot about dating, relationship. I'm fun to talk to some married couple. Oh, y'all, it's fun to be popping. But in the meantime, just understand that God has a plan, which is to give you the very best. So God, 
I just pray right now, whoever is not, is in something right now. No, you know what, God, I'm just really asking in a nutshell, reveal to us your very best. Let us know where in our lives that we're settling and let us know loud and clear, God. But more more than that, give everyone that's under the sound of my voice the strength to walk away from the things that aren't our very best. Because it's hard, God. Do you remember me? You remember me last year? I was struggling. I was like, God, what you mean? What you mean, baby? What you mean, Lord? But I did it. And I'm, I'm thankful for it. And I just pray that that strength that I use in that moment to make that big leap of faith of uncomfortability, I pray that it's transferred over to everyone that is under the sound of my voice so they can apply to their own lives in which way they need to walk away from something that isn't fully who you've what you've called them to there's more there's more there's more god we don't want to settle god i don't care if it's 99.9 percent baby lord i want that whole honey forget that lord i want that 150 go because i know you got an overflow you feel me so god i want that overflow baby i love you lord i thank you i thank you for our relationship I thank you that you sent Jesus Christ to die on the cross for me, God, so I don't ever have to be afraid to come into your presence no matter what I've done, no matter what I've did, or no matter what condition I'm in. And I'm not exempt from, from finding my way back to you, God. So I thank you. And I cancel any last the enemy think that he got going on because, God, the enemy hates that I always come back to you, that I always crave you, that I always seek your face. But Lord, tell him that he'll just going to have to be pissed today, baby. <laughs> I love you so much, God. I just feel your presence. And I know I'm babbling right now. And I just thank you for this test that turned into a testimony. You tested my, my faith by saying if I could walk away from a long-term relationship. And I did it, God. And I thank you. And I love you. And I honor you. And I just pray for whoever um, is supposed to be my future uh, my future spouse, you dig? I, I pray for him. I pray that whatever he got going on, Lord God, that ain't of you, Lord God. May it get cleansed, please, just like me. I know, I ain't no saint, but at the same time, Lord God, I just pray for everyone. I pray that we all get our acts together, Lord God. I pray that we all become more people who exemplify actions rather than just words, Lord God, because everybody like to talk the talk, but Lord, when it come to walk the walk, ain't nobody trying to walk that walk. God, give us the confidence, the perseverance, and the consistency to walk this walk, okay? I love you, and I love you, Babel fam, and I will talk to you soon. As I always say, forever and always, remain positive. No, I always do this, bruh. Stay true to yourself, positive vibes only, and remain in alignment with the perfect will for your life, which is what, Babel fam, God's will. I love you forever and always and ain't nothing you can do about it.